0: Buckle up. It's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now here's Jeremiah. Hey, everyone. Welcome once again to That's How I Roll. I'm Jeremiah Isley, And as always, I am your host today for episode number 59. That's right, we are knocking on the 60th episode coming up soon. It's, I can't believe I'm saying this, it's December. I know things have been a little sparse here on That's How I Roll recently. I explained a little bit of that back in episode 58. But yes, we have moved back into our house, which has made things easier easier, but also in some ways it's made things difficult because we are still in the process of determining what we need to replace and buying furniture and just all kinds of craziness. And it also happens to be just one of the busiest times of the year for me, both uh, personally and professionally. So I apologize for the sparsity of episodes here on That's How I Roll, but I've got some special things coming up in these next handful of episodes, so I think you're going to enjoy it. Today is actually the start of a 3 episode series of which I you know, I'm just going to talk about kind of the audio version of my my Christmas List. Okay, so if you are a gamer or somebody you know is a gamer and you are looking for a gift idea for them, I've broken it into three different categories. So today's episode, we will talk about family slash casual slash casual gamer type of games. Next week, we are going to talk about gamer games. This is going to be like the meaty. These are... Hardcore heavy games that you're gonna wanna get them. And then uh the last week we'll finish out with two-player games. Now for the first two lists, the casual slash family games and the gamer games, most everything, I'm pretty sure everything on here is something that's new. It was released over the summer at Gen Con, at Origins, at Essen. It's something kind of new and hot. And it's also something that I either own or have played. So I know there are games that are going to be higher, like on the hotness. If you go on Board Game Geek, things like that, like Gloomhaven is going to be super high on the hotness. That's great. I don't own it and I haven't played it, so I'm not going to recommend it. So these are games that I own that I love, that I enjoy, that have come out this year, and I I would give these games to a friend, a loved one. Let's jump into this list and ho-ho-ho it up. <laughs> that was the dumbest thing I've probably ever said on this podcast. <laughs> Okay, number one on my list, and really, there's no particular order. I just kind of looked at my shelves and said, yep, 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 yep. So whatever kind of hit my eye first. I'm not really ranking these or anything like that. So take it for what it is, but this is the first one that is on my list, and it is Campy Creatures. I believe I reviewed this one like two or three episodes ago. So if you want more and more detail about it, go back and give that episode a listen, Uh, But Campy Creatures is from Keymaster Games, and it is a fun um, set collection game that has simultaneous action selection. So, it's great because for family time, for for casual gamers, you're not waiting for other people to take their turns, and it's just this long, boring game of, okay, they're doing their turn, they're doing, you know. Everybody's selecting an action at the same time, they're trying to capture these uh these mortals and collect certain amounts of them to score points and they have the this hand of creatures that they use to do that the artwork artwork is fabulous the gameplay is fun and light and i really think if you are looking for something that maybe isn't super popular maybe kind of a little hidden gem this is the one to do it it's a it's a fun little filler length game and you're gonna enjoy it Next up is Jiraku, which is sort of a re-release. I saw, yeah, it's new this year from Tasty Menstrual Games, but it's a, a re-release of a game that was printed a while ago. Uh, but they've kind of condensed it into a smaller box. It is trick-taking with area control. So, I, I mean, that's really the best way to go about it. You're all playing uh, cards to sort of manipulate the board and how your troops are on the board and as the game moves on, kind of the value of each of these areas ends up being uh this uh you know, there's kind of the sliding scale of of what's worth what at certain times in the game. Really fun, really cool, and it's a it's a cool twenty dollar bill, you know, it's a super it's affordable, it's accessible. And it's really fun, and, and a lot of people understand trick-taking. So it's it's a no-brainer, if you ask me. You know, really one of the sneak attack, like, hot games at Gen Con this year. Next up is Custom Heroes from AEG. And much like Mystic Veil, vale, which was super hot over the last year or so... Uh, it is a card crafting game, but it also is, well, there's some, you know, some controversy over if it's actual trick taking or if it's a ladder game and if those things are one and the same or different categories altogether. But all the cards start off as basic, just one through ten power cards at the beginning of the game. And then you can upgrade these cards by putting enhancements in the sleeves and they overlay on the artwork and they change the abilities, they give them special abilities, they change their power. There's just all kinds of cool stuff that these enhancements do. And the cool thing is, is once you enhance a card it stays that way and then after that hand it gets shuffled up and then who knows who's going to end up with it after that. So really fun game, super easy to learn, again casual gamers love it. My kids love it. It's it's just a great, great game for somebody that's looking for something a little bit different. I, I highly recommend it. You can listen. I've also reviewed this one in past episodes, so go take a look. Scroll down memory lane and check that one out as well. Which brings us to Professor Evil and the Citadel of Time. Now, co-op games are some of my favorite games for family and casual gamers. Uh, I didn't put a lot of them on this list because I haven't played a lot of new ones this year, but Professor Evil, not only is it a new one this year, but it really is a very unique take on a co-op game. Now, you know, there's games out there like Forbidden Desert, Forbidden Island, and even Burgle Brothers, they all have a very similar feel to them in terms of how, just mechanically how it works and how you work together. Professor Evil has a very unique spin on it. There's this cool clock mechanism right in the middle of the board. The artwork is fantastic. It's a gorgeous game to look at for a family night of co-op gaming. For casual gamers that are, you know, ready to take a next step away from Catan or Carcassonne or whatever gateway game they're kind of into, Professor Evil is a fun, fun game to get people to realize that there are more games out there than meets the eye. Stroop is our next game on this list. Stroop is a game from... Grand Gamers Guild out of Michigan and it is its basically it's a deck of cards and the cards all have just one word on them but the word appears in different color and different font types and different sizes and so the whole idea is, is there's a couple different rounds that you play with the game and sometimes you have to play cards from your hand that describe what the card is that is played on or you have to play a card that is being described by the card that is face up on the discard pile. So uh, it's this weird, brainy, twisty, turny game. It's maybe a little more advanced for kids. Uh, You know, younger kids may not kind of grasp the concepts of it, although they may be better at it than some of the adults I've played with. But it's a fun, it's like a a fast-paced puzzle type game. There's no turns, like you're just trying to play as many of your cards down as fast as you can to get rid of them before everyone else. And uh, really just a a cool, cool, brainy game. Not, Not necessarily a brain burner where you're sitting down trying to strategize, but more of a, like, is my brain going to work the right way so that I can play these cards in the right way without getting tripped up. So Stroop, again, it's a inexpensive game to grab, fun filler game, and I mean, it's great for casual and, and family time, but as a filler for, for gamers or anybody, it's a solid, solid choice. So check that one out. And finally, rounding out the list is King Domino. This was this year's Spiel des Jahres winner. So that's the game of the year that they hand out in Germany. It's the most prestigious gaming award there is. And it is, in my opinion, very well-deserved. It's a tile selection, tile placement game. And uh, it's just, it works, it works, it works, it works. I put it in the family-slash-casual gamer category because it is definitely accessible, and that's the kind of game that usually wins the, the Spiel Award. But uh, gamers play it. Everybody really enjoys it. It's a fantastic game. Queen Domino is just being released, and it's a deeper game. It's more of a gamer's game. I haven't gotten a hold of a copy yet. I'm hoping to soon, but uh, it is worth worth getting King Domino. Lots of fun. You can really play it uh, quite a bit. You know, there's a good amount of replay value because uh, the way the tiles come out and things like that, are, it's very random. So definitely put this one on your list if you are looking for a game that will be a hit with family time or casual gamers. All right, there it is. That is the first installment of the That's How I Roll Christmas Gift Guide 2017. I've got so much to talk to you guys about, and um, I want to do that, but I want to kind of keep these episodes quick and concise so that folks who are looking for gifts can do that. We will be bringing back more and more conversations to talk about. Lots of topics out there that have been flying around the gaming industry. But for now, I just wanted to say thank you so much to everyone who has listened this year. Uh, I know I kind of missed Thanksgiving last week, but I am so thankful for this show. Uh, Like like I said back in episode one, it's kind of my self-therapy session every week. And I have had one heck of a year so far and being able to just kind of go to my happy place with my laptop and a microphone and be able to uh, record these episodes and talk about gaming, talk about some lighter things in life and talk about some heavier things in life has meant the world to me. So I really appreciate everyone who listens, everybody who writes in, whoever who tweets and, and checks in on me really appreciate all of that. So by all means, please keep it up. If you want to get a hold of me, you can write at theologyofgames@gmail.com, at gmail.com or find us on the socials. If you just go to theologyofgames.com, over on the right, there's a whole bunch of little icons that have all of the social links. You can uh, definitely connect with me there. I am constantly checking our social media accounts. So, anyway, just want to wrap this one up. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back next week with the Gamer Games category of the 2017 Christmas list. And I want to finish up this episode by giving you a little Christmas present, (laughs) I suppose. The music playing that you're listening to right now is myself and my good friend Amanda Hall playing Silent Night. Enjoy, and Merry Christmas. We'll be back next week with more of That's How I Roll.